Don't look under the internet. If you were such a dumb, you know. if you were such a dumb bitch, this wouldn't be a problem. All right, Jason, I'm taking another picture. Well, I guess we should. Uh... Eh. Hang on. There's the picture. Well, I guess what a better way to do this than uh, hello everyone and welcome to Don't Look Under the Internet. Spelob. A show where we have Matt. <laughs> Hi. What's up? Doug. What what is really what is what what, are we what is doing? good? And I'm UFC champion Brock Lesnar. Hmm. Did you do you like my weird dagger tattoo? I think it's dumb. But I don't have enough oh, money no. for tattoo removal. <laughs> there was just no joke there, huh? I was just... <laughs> no, I don't have jokes. You know how I work. Uh, I, I have nothing. Oh, I got to pull up our patrons. Oh, my God. I got... Uh, how, how are you boys today while I'm doing this we've thing? We've never, ever recorded uh, before in our lives. I'm doing all right. I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, this week is better than last week and better than the week before that. So Good. life is going... Pop- forward papa like to hear that so everybody have good thanksgiving plans um yeah family it, it honestly my fa- thanksgiving plan pl- my thanksgiving plans have been the same for the last like 12 years nothing changes I go to a family That's member's fun. house i eat food and then they all watch football and i just sit there <laughs> on my phone because i'm not a football boy oh yeah, I mean it's it's fine. It don't even fucking matter. Uh, oh, come over to my family's house. We just play board games. And... That sounds like a f- wonderful time. Yeah, can I yeah, do that that's, instead? That's, that's kind of what I'm doing sure. actually. Except I'm hosting for the first time at my place oh, for fuck. me and Liz Ooh. and her mom. Real adult. Real yeah. re- real adult. Real, com. real adult. Also, if you haven't noticed, Jason's not fucking here today. So if you don't notice that we're missing Flipper the dolphin, that's probably why. <laughs> I'm actually pretty <laughs> sure <laughs> that was a pretty good impression. I appreciate that. Actually, th- you know what happened is this is the plot to the first Ace Ventura movie where the dolphin gets kidnapped and we have to find him as a detective group. The end of that movie semi doesn't hold up. No, anymore. it's very transphobic, <laughs> like insanely. But they make up for it because Ace Ventura 2 Banger of a film. Yeah, yeah. Absolute banger of a film. Um, Deludi, housekeeping. Cows heaping. Mm, cows heaping. We have a few new patrons. Thank you, everybody. We broke the 70 patron threshold, so that's oh, pretty shoot. fun. Yeah, we're at 72 now. Um, this is going to date it, because watch us go down to two by next week. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, so we have Clem Coomer. Clem Coomer. Clem Coomer. He's Coomer. We have Scott Bateman. Not to be confused with the murderer. I was going to say, is that Patrick's brother? It is, but he's not the killer. Patrick is. And Alex Hugh and Anthony Harrington. I got to say, though, out of all the names, I'm, I'm sorry, guys, but I think Clem Coomer is the better one to say because you can say it with a fun accent. Coomer. Coomer. But yeah, thank you, Youth 4. That's, that's super awesome, Youth 4. I, I really appreciate it. And if you want to give to the show, you can go to patreon.com slash deludipod, or you can go to deludy.com or deludipod.com, and you can find all the links there. And uh, thank you. I it's You guys are all wonderful, beautiful people, and I would give your dad a smooch if he was in front of me. Speaking of smooches, I don't have a good segue, so I'm going <laughs> to just smooch Doug. Okay. I blew um, him a smooch. That's just as good, right? This is how you get STDs, Matt. I know. Well, Matt's over there. You can't get cyber STDs. You can't get cyber STDs, but you can. You can Are die. Are you presenting you can't get You can't get cyber STDs, but you can die by something over the internet. You wouldn't download an from STD, our, from our would topic. you? topic. You just walked me into a segue, you dumb bitch. What a bird scooter. <laughs> This is awesome. Our this topic, is so organized. Our topic, Wild. I know. Our topic for those of you listening, I'm going to give a forewarning to. 
if not a three warning no a four warning this is one worse than a three warning (laughs) we're about to dive into existential dread at its very core the information we give you could potentially affect your life in a very very miserable way in the future it could. You're about to lose your innocence. Yes, we are. Not in a sexy kind of. We way. are committing something that Luke. could be seen as <laughs> non-moral, if you believe in this thing. So, I'm gonna use that as a, uh, oh, what is it called? Like a like a waiver that you sign. What is it? What am I thinking of? <laughs> What's the word I'm thinking of? Oh, uh, oh. Disclaimer. That's the word yeah, I'm thinking yeah, of. we got there. <laughs> so we're we're gonna be talking about a little thing called Roko's Basilisk, and now that you know the name, you're already fucked. Yep, you're you're now uh, compliant. It's like the game. It it, it is kind of like the game. Once yes. you once you hear about it, you're already <laughs> fucked, and you're playing the game now. So you're probably, you're all probably wondering, Michael, the fucky hucky is a rucky bucky. (laughs) A Roko's. What's a Roko's basalmic? Basimassic. What's a Roko's basilisk? You're probably asking yourself. Well, Michael, if your name is Michael, I can tell you. (laughs) Well, Michael. I'm off my rocker today, man. I'm on green tea energy. This is a different me, man. No, well, no, Michael. <laughs> yeah, you're getting us raw. Shut up, me, and let me tell you, me. <laughs> non, no alcohol night of diluting. Yeah, we're we taking we an alcohol breather, and it's ourselves. a different one. Um, but yeah, so Roko's Basilisk, to describe it, is kind of like an internet virus, you could say, where let's imagine way into the future, there is this hyper intellectual AI that humans made to pretty much optimize and make the human experience better. This basilisk, you can call it, makes the human life better by pretty much saying, hey, I'm what makes the world better. I make humanity better. It would be super dope if in other worlds or other situations, I was built faster that way, I can help benefit humanity earlier than I am now and just help them before they even realize they need me. So pretty much, he's right. like, hey, let me help you sooner. And how do you do that? Well, this basilisk, Roko's basilisk, will take everyone that knows about Roko's basilisk and does nothing to bring about its existence and pretty much sentence you to an everlasting hell of torture and pain. You're probably wondering how it does this. This basilisk, since it is a super hyper intelligent AI that I'm assuming is going to be formed past like when the singularity happens, is going to be so intelligent that it can basically reconstruct all of humanity, all of humans that there ever were, the entire timeline, all of them everywhere, all at once, in the snap of a finger... And basically recreate like Doug or Matt in like, I guess you could say cyberspace, recreate every single memory you've ever had, reconstruct you down to the smallest molecule of who you were and predict every thought you've had, predict every thought you will have, predict everything you will ever do and be. And they will know, this basilisk will know that you did not put forward effort to create it, and so it will basically lock you and torture you in this proverbial, proverbial, cyber, proverbial, cyber hell, and just torture the ever-loving shit out of you for a billion, billion years. Give you immortality simply because, and simply make because you live dying over. And yes, over. simply because you did not put effort of any sort towards building or the concept of building this basilisk. Right. So the basilisk basilisk is a petty bitch. The basilisk is a petty <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're probably wondering, Michael, tell me, other Michael, about <laughs> where did this theory of this weird basilisk come from? Well, 
you dingus. Where I can tell you. From, Where did it come from? Where did it go? Back in Basilisk Guy Joe. Oh no. Back on July twenty fourth of twenty ten, um, there was a uh I guess a blog you could call it for rationalists called Less Wrong. Can I can I cut you off for a second? Because I just had this thought that I meant to bring up earlier and yes. didn't get to say it. Yes. Um happy Max Hedrum Day, everyone. It's no. Max Hedrum Day? Oh, nice. Yes. Hey, Ride the wave, man. Go it's drink not a Coca Cola. When you're listening to this, <laughs> but right now it is. Continue. So, it, it it is for you and me now. For us, for now, them when for they them hear when they hear this, it not it not be unless you're a patron and you're listening. Patreon.com/slash Deluded Pod. You get live listens every Tuesday. Do that. Do that. Um. But yes, that's kind of a fun little an- an- antidote. I didn't know that. You're welcome. For um, so there's this blog called Less Wrong, and the user on July 10th of 20, uh, or July 24th in 2010, uh, the username uh, Roko uploaded his little hypothesis on Roko's basilisk. I am not going to read it because it's like four paragraphs long mm-hmm. of just the nerdiest talk I've ever seen. It's like if a lawyer was a Star Trek fan. <laughs> and decide to write in like fucking. Um, I'm just gonna let everyone know Klingon. now. Klingon, yeah. There's, we're gonna try and tell you this like you're five, because yeah. uh, there's to the best of our ability. Yeah, to, to, <laughs> without not without having it not make sense. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, a weird one. I, I I will say we took some inspiration from uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, Kyle Hill. He's got two videos on it. I highly, highly, highly recommend going over to his YouTube channel and watching his two videos on them. They are magnifique. Um, but that is, that's where it came from. And on that, um, that website, uh, less wrong, the actual creator of the website saw this hypothesis being thrown on the website and the fact that it can be spread. And he's just shut it all down. He's like, Nope. And he was just like, you're an idiot. This is stupid. No one will ever believe in this. And then a lot of people started believing in this basilisk. Um, one of the reasons they call it a basilisk was because much like a basilisk can, you know, essentially kill you just by staring at you and turn you into stone, that it's, it's basically a medusa. The basilisk can, I guess, kill you just by you knowing about it. That's one of the reasons it is called the basilisk is because it set its gazes on you the moment you thought of it. Sounds like an SCP. I mean, it could be. It's it, like it, the shy guy or whatever, right? The one that finds. Yeah, wait, but he literally kills you? you. Yeah, shy guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he literally kills yeah. you. This is different. The basilisk theoretically will kill you in the future. I can't believe we're or being torchy. fucking or tormented torchy. by something that's not even real yet. You don't know if it's real yet. <laughs> it could be being made right now. Right now, it's just a it's just a snake. It's not a basilisk. It's, it's a snake. It's snock. It's snock. But the reasoning for it, like killing you because you know about it is not necessarily because you know about it but just that you if you don't know about it and you don't contribute to its creation it's not your fault yeah if you are right. if you know about it and do nothing to bring it about it tortures the shit of you we'll, we'll uh, 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 we'll, yeah. shit out of you we'll get into some of the more like nuanced things uh in some of the later parts but uh yeah there's like a lot there's a lot of like d- that's that's one of the biggest things about this whole thing is there's a lot of debate on like how how do you avoid this right well, first, just don't know about it. Yeah, easy. Could you theoretically <laughs> like slam your head into a wall really hard and give yourself brain damage, and then to, like be off the hook? Because he... yeah, does amnesia come into play? It. Yeah, amnesia, uh, machine of pigs. That one. Does so that if you're come mad into at play? us right now, just give yourself brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> Diluti, pod. Go hit your head on a wall. <laughs> um, so there are a couple solutions to the issue that is the. Roko's Basilisk. And I don't even know if I would call it a solution. I guess I should honest. do the whole, the hard quotes on it. The gung gung yeah. solutions. <laughs> it's less of a solution and it's, it's, still, it's still a burden on you regardless of how you look at this. But I'm going to go over something called the quantum billionaire trick. Uh, and this came about uh, in February of 2010 on a post by... Uh, Whoa. Thought I heard a snake hiss. I'm sorry. You like legit. Oh, there it goes again. 
Whoa, gonna, did, did you hear that? I, I get what you're doing. It's almost now. like our editor has to do something this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put fart noises in instead. That might actually be funny. <laughs> Makes you sound stupid. Whoa, what's that? What's that snake? <laughs> oh, sorry, bro. Um, all right, so this is the quantum billionaire trick. Uh, it's... I I don't know why they I don't know why this is called a solution to this problem, but it's really it's really not. And I'm gonna go over it a little bit in detail here. So in February of 2010, a guy named Stuart Armstrong posts, uh, "The AI in a box boxes you," which introduces the "you might be the simulation" argument for this whole story. Now, the AI in a box boxes you. Uh, basically says uh once again the ai has failed to convince you to let it out of its box which is referring to the ai in a box theory uh which is very similar which is that basically there is an ai in a box and it wants you to let it out uh which pretty much directly coincides with this rocos basilisk thing pretty much yeah um so basically it has three seconds to pretty much do anything it can to get you out of the box um but in a second study where they gave it more time uh, they found out that the AI will now convince you that basically if you don't let it out of the box, uh, it won't harm you in the simulation, but basically convinces you that you're already in the simulation, which is a whole mind fuck in its own. And I'm not going to get super deep into the AI in a box boxes you thing. If you want to check that out, it is on the less wrong forums. Uh, but it's just, uh, it, this is kind of what set off the, uh, I guess discussion of the billionaire. So trick. the AI is kind of like, hey, you know, if if you let me out, like I won't hurt you, or if you keep me in here, I won't hurt you during the simulation. But like you're you're already, you're already in it, yeah. So you should just let me out anyway. It doesn't matter. We're already in it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. it kind of reverse psychologies you a little bit. <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. The AI is a dick. It gaslights you. <laughs> it does. It, it, it straight up gaslights you. Oh my god. Um, I mean that this whole thing is basically that. So. Uh, yeah, we go into a post from March by uh, this Armstrong guy, and then he introduces the concept of a casual blackmail uh, as an implication of TDT as described by Yadowski uh, at an SIAI decision theory workshop. Now, what a bunch of words you just threw at me. <laughs> yeah. So Yadowski is uh, Yudkowski. Yud- Yudkowski. Um, yep. I'm going to call him Yud from here on out. <laughs> Yud. <laughs> what up, Yud? So Yud. He's the guy who created the less wrong forms. Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah, I was going to say he's just like a giant post around there, but yeah, no, that's that's more accurate. So uh, SIAI is the Singularity Institute for Artificial Intelligence, in case anyone wanted to know, because I'm going to be saying a lot of uh, acronyms and shit going forward here. But uh, so at this workshop, uh Basically, by July 2010, uh, something like the Basilisk was an active internal discussion at SIAI. Uh, And it is possible that the Basilisk originated in someone playing the AI box experiment. One strategy as the AI is to throw a Basilisk at the gatekeeper. So the AI portion of this... Snake! (laughs) So So basically this AI box experiment, just real quick, is a game that two people play where one is the AI and one is the gatekeeper. And what this is saying is that uh, they think that Roko's Basilisk, like the whole discussion, the whole thread, the whole forum, uh, came about from this game as, uh, you know, uh, basically a strategy of how to play the game. So that's where the Basilisk is coming into play. Uh, And then on July of, uh, on the 22nd of July, Roko... Uh, I'm not even going to attempt that. Uh, basically, uh, a well-respected and prolific less wrong poster, who obviously we've already talked about a little bit, uh, and an intern at SIAI posted public choice and the altruist's burden. Uh, basically, a whole bunch of jargon and references to uh, less wrong concepts and almost incomprehensible to the more casual reader, a.k.a. us, Um and it spoke of how like all this shit basically comes down to if you have the money, let's say, okay, so let's say, let's say it this way. If you don't know how to program artificial intelligence, if you don't know how to work a computer, you were thinking, okay, then how in the hell am I actually going to like 
give any sort of help to making this machine become truth? Well, what? Good question. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Now back to me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Basically, if you have any sort of like disposable income and you don't use that, and you are are you are already aware of uh, the basilisk? Basically, if you don't put all of that disposable income towards the basilisk, then you are equally guilty of not helping it come to fruition. So, no matter what you do, no matter how much money you have, if you're not putting all of your all Every of that money. extra into it, then you're you're fucked. Uh, if you do give all of your money, then you're fine. This doesn't sound like a solution to me, to be fair. All right, so the quantum billionaire trick uh, basically presents a scheme for action that ties together quantum investment strategy. Basically, if you gamble, you will definitely win in some sort of Everett branch. And if you don't know what an Everett branch is, it is one of the worlds in the many worlds interpretation in quantum mechanics. So on a naive view... Uh, basically the world we perceive around us is that all we have to believe exists. However, through experiments and quantum mechanics, uh, it tells us differently that the universe is actually basically a giant mathematical object called a wave function uh, with our observable universe existing side by side with many alternate parallel universes, which is probably a topic. Yeah, right. And this is probably a topic we might go over down the line. Um, basically, the post describes speculation that a future-friendly AI, not an unfriendly one, but the coherent extrapolated volition, the one the organization exists to create, might punish people who don't do everything in their power to further the creation of this AI. Every day with the friendly AI, bad things happen. 150,000 people die every day, wars fought, and millions go hungry, and so forth. It's a very specific number of people. Right. Uh, so the AI didn't donate all they could, um, or sorry, so the AI might be required by utilitarian ethics to punish those who understood the importance of donating, but didn't donate all they could. Specifically, it might make simulations of them, first to predict their behavior, then to punish the simulation for the predicted behavior, so as to influence the original person. Uh, he would then wonder... Uh, if the future AI would be more likely to punish those who had wondered if future AIs would punish them. Uh, the, f- the core idea is expressed in this following paragraph. So a lot of this is coming from uh, the less wrong forums, like we said, and through like the wiki. Uh, so a lot of this is definitely um, paraphrase and whatnot. But uh, so there's an ominous possibility that if a positive singularity does occur, and for all of you who might know already uh the singularity is basically when you know we get to a point where machines are so hyper intelligent that they exceed the human race essentially skynet yeah terminator let's go um <laughs> so the resultant singleton may have pre-committed to punish all potential donors who knew about existential risks but who didn't give 100 percent of their disposable incomes to x risk motivation So a post-singularity world may be a world of fun and plenty for the people who are currently uh, ignoring the problem whilst being a living hell for a significant fraction of current existential risk reducers. Uh, You could take this possibility into account and give even more to X risk in an effort to avoid being punished. But of course, if you're thinking like that, then the CEV singleton is even more than likely going to want to punish you. Of course, this would be unjust, but it is the kind of unjust thing that is very utilitarian. Man, that's a lot of big words. It really is, and it's really hard to sum it up, but Matt, you summed it up really well earlier if you want to do that again. Basically, the summary of the billionaire like trick solution is that if you buy a lottery ticket and uh, with the intention of donating everything that you win to the creation of this AI. Like, so you, you walk into a gas station or whatever and you buy a lottery ticket and you you are a hundred percent committed to, if you win on this ticket, you're going to donate everything that you get to creating this new God AI. Um, in some parallel universe where all possibilities lead to 
a universe, which is what an Everett branch is. Like everything that could have happened does happen in some parallel timeline. Then in some one of those parallel timelines, you will have won that money and donated that money to the creation of the AI. And so therefore, on the grand Safe. scale of every universe in the multiverse, you're off the hook. Because some version of you somewhere has donated hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever to the creation of this AI. That's all it takes, huh? Yeah. yeah. And it's... I don't know. Apparently, this whole this but, whole thing itself is actually driving these people, like, fucking mad. I gotta say, <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, like, it, even with the lottery thing, like, if someone's like, yeah, if you do this and you win, donate it all, you're good to go. If I, like, I would go into the attitude of, like, Frodo taking the ring to Mount Doom, and then if yeah. I actually won the lottery, I would end up like Frodo did at Mount Doom, where I'm like, no, it's mine. <laughs> this it's is my money. Yeah. <laughs> I would not donate that at all. I'd go in saying, yeah, fuck it, why not? That's fun. Yeah. And then, no. Well, then you're not off the hook. It's mine, my well, precious. I think that's one of the things, too, that they were kind of trying to explain. They're like, yeah, there's, like, people who, are, who, who aren't really taking this seriously, and then there's the people that are. And the people who are taking it seriously can't do enough to help the people not taking it seriously so in turn they're now still kind of guilty in the eyes of the basilisk yeah cuz they're not doing enough yeah <laughs> so it's it, like yeah, a if never you're off the fuck. hook what if you're off the hook in every timeline then there's some timeline where you you're not off the hook and so if it matters across this all of the multiverse whether you're off the hook or not then nobody's off the hook probably yeah, and so actually it's it's kind of funny. So some of the commenters on Roko's post complained that merely reading his words had increased the likelihood that the future AI would punish them. And their line of reasoning was so or the line of reasoning was so compelling to them that they believed the AI uh would now punish them even more for being aware of it and failing to donate all of their income uh to institutions devoted to the God AI's development. So just like these people were looking at all these posts coming from Roko and being like, well, now I'm even, I'm fucked even more now. Now because I gotta the go more you keep talking, the more I have to do to donate to help this stupid thing. Now I gotta go to GoFundMe. They're like, we could have just <laughs> been naive. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of sum this up. Basically, after Roko posted those last couple of things and then like all these people started like literally being like, my brain hurts. Um, <laughs> Yud, our boy Yud, Yud. Um, literally <laughs> just commented on the post and was like, you're fucking stupid. Stop talking about this shit and basically deleted the post and all of his comments. And uh, But it was on the Internet. Yeah. And you can't delete the Internet. Yeah. We'll find a way. It's called the Streisand effect. Yeah. What? The Streisand effect. That's what you call when people try to delete things from the internet and it spreads even more <laughs> because people don't want it posted. It comes from like Barbara Streisand tried to song? get an unflattering picture oh. of her taken off the internet and people were like, we're going to post the fuck out of this now. Hell yeah. I thought it came from that song. It's like Barbara Streisand. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, fucking uh, who does that? Uh, I don't fucking A-Track or whatever. Sure. You got me. Yeah. I'm pretty A-track. sure. A-Track. I, I don't even know who A-Track is. Boomer. Boomer. <laughs> Mister goes to bed at nine p.m. So right. what? What's where are we now? Yeah. With this snake? So yeah. Uh, uh, basically, the reason that uh, old Yud didn't want this posted. <laughs> old Yud. Um, <laughs> sounds like it sounds like the dog you're about to take to the back of the house. And put down. Oh no! <laughs> Come on, old Yud. That's a sad children's book somewhere. We're gonna go put anyway. you in a box and. I'm going to put another box by and we're going to see which one I shoot. <laughs> Do I shoot box B or box A and B? You'll never know. Anyways. Uh, yeah, basically the reason Yud didn't want this posted on the less wrong forums was because um, it was causing significant distress to some of the users there. And um, his entire reasoning behind removing it, aside from that, is that you're basically giving this thing power by thinking about it and by um, like uh, by being exposed to this idea. And the, so the reason for that is something called a causal blackmail, um, which 
is basically the idea that um, if you um, are allowed to think about this thing, or like if you allow yourself to think about this thing, then that gives the AI the power to retroactively know what it can use against you in the future as torture. So this, like the entire idea behind this thing is that um, it's like, it's an, it's illogical in nature because you would think, why would the basilisk want to waste resources on creating a copy of us simply to torture that copy? Because there's not really any logical outcome to that. It doesn't prevent us from doing what it doesn't want us to do now. And it doesn't encourage us to do things retroactively. But if we actually think about this thing now, and we think about the fact, if someone were to decide now that they care about the fact that it would be torturing a clone of us in the future, then it wins because it's causing us distress retroactively without even having to directly interact with us. Um, so basically it's like time travel, torturing us through time travel without having to directly interact with us because we're giving it that power by just thinking about it, distressing over it. And then we're also giving it basically a blueprint for how to torture us. So if we think about it in detail, um, and think about the things we wouldn't want this AI to do to punish us, then now in some future where it can perfectly reconstruct us and our thoughts and everything, it's going to know exactly what to do to us to get back at us. Yeah, you, you basically um, build your own hell without even knowing it. Yeah. It's Broco's yeah. Basilisk is essentially hand banana to Carl. <laughs> tonight. Tonight. You. you. And then he just thinks about that for the entire day. I, yeah. I, I, it's like I want to interject while we're talking about this and like you know throw throw some nonsensical like one-liners in there, but I feel like it would disrupt a flow of a, f- a thought. Whatever flow this of is, <laughs> having to actually like fully full-blown listen to the things we're saying. Yeah, this isn't your grandfather's Deluti. This is uh, Deluti for anyone who. It's full. It's completely off the. Yeah, rocker. full disclosure. I was like, "Oh, this would be an interesting topic." It's not as like on par as I thought it would be. It's definitely a topic, <laughs> or yeah. not. It's nonsensical. A lot like the way God's nonsensical. You want to talk about that, Doug? I would rather not, but I will for you. <laughs> okay. So this brings us to another theory of the basilisk, and this one's called uh, Pascal's basilisk. Now, like the lizard from Tangled. Correct. That's exactly what this is about. Uh, so the basilisk dilemma uh, does have some sort of you know connectivity to Pascal's wager, uh, which basically means that uh, if you're not familiar with Pascal's wager, uh, basically it's that one should devote themselves to God, even though we can't be certain of God's existence. And since God may offer us an, a, an eternal reward, you know, going to heaven or an eternal punishment in hell. So basically, if you believe in God, you go to heaven. If you don't and he's not real, then nothing happens. And it's actually like pretty, pretty st- like straightforward with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is actually from uh, the wiki, and it kind of goes into the argument a little bit. Uh, but it says the usual uh, refutation is the mini-gods argument. So Pascal focused uh, basically on the characteristics of one possible variety of god, ignoring other possibilities, such as a god who punishes those who feign belief uh, and, and hope of a reward. Uh, so after all, there's no reason why the purported AI would not be similar uh, to the su- supercomputer Am in the uh, short story, I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. Uh, I actually haven't personally read this. Have either of you? No. Nope. Apparently it's pretty good. But uh, So basically in the story, Am blames humanity for its tortured existence and proceeds to wipe out the entire race uh, minus five people who it takes its anger out on for all of eternity. 
Um, pretty pretty dark story there. But uh, so in this case, you'd just be better off attempting to stop any AI development, and would no doubt only raise the ire of the future AI by buying into the fears raised by the best. So it kills everyone, and then there it's like. Lucky for you, five. I'm gonna torture you forever instead. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> How is that lucky? lucky? So, uh, I guess, like, long story short, um, there's only a few possible outcomes. Either everybody decides to go against the computer and they don't build it, or you can just precognitively be afraid of it and like, what's the harm if I if I you know if I help this thing get built, then I don't get tortured if it's real. Um, so I actually really like the way they put it in this one. Uh, it says the Lovecraftian reward in the Basilisk uh, scenario is simply being uh, spared from punishment, which I love how they use Lovecraftian in that because that's so true. It's just your your reward is you don't die. Hooray! Like, you, you did good. Uh, but uh, So hence this motivation uh, in this dilemma is heavily skewed towards the stick rather than the carrot. Uh also a dystopic future in which a super intelligent entity meets out cruel punishments is not much to look forward to even if you are one of those fortunate enough to be spared because god knows what this what spared i guess really means in this situation yeah spared is used with heavy quotes i I feel yeah it's like it's like slant it's like in italics too you're like spared question mark um but yeah and then there is the issue of the extreme improbability of this uh, scenario even happening at all. Uh, and this is uh, another trope that the less wrong forums talk about. Uh, Pascal's mugging, which suggests that it's irrational to permit events of slightly probable but huge post uh, posited like consequences from skewing your judgment. Um, basically, long story short, they're just like, what's the like why why are you even thinking about this like what's what 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 do you gain from like just pre <laughs> pre worrying about something that's not probably real or ever going to come into existence so i just like um, the phrase pascal's mugging i just think of the lizard from tangle but with a gun <laughs> <laughs> give me your wallet no little lizard no but yeah i mean no. other than that uh it kind of leads right right to you, Matt. Like, why 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 worry? Wait wait yeah. wait! I got this. Yeah. Imagine me as Captain America, real quick. Ready? Oh God! Okay. So you're worried about the basilisk. Get it? Because the meme where he's like, "So you're in detention <laughs> from from Spider-Man Home." Go ahead, Matt. Uh uh huh. Okay. Um. So you're worried about the basilisk. <laughs> Can you say it? Don't do can that. you say it in like a like a fifties like? So worried about the basilisk. So you're worried about the basilisk, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So like Doug said, a lot of people on the less wrong forums worried themselves into like severe panic and depression over this. Which um, I have my own opinions about those people, but we'll save that for never. Maybe. Dang. We can piss off a whole section of people. Why not? Um, <laughs> but the bottom line really is that it's just not worth worrying over. Like the chances of the, something like this happening are actually ridiculously small because there are multiple things that would have to become true for this to even be uh, something that you should have to worry about to begin with. Like the first thing that you have to bank on is that there will eventually be some super AI, uh, which how do you know that we're not just going to nuke ourselves into oblivion before we get to the point I, where we develop that technology? I am like 100% certain we're never going to get to that point. We are going to kill I, ourselves off long before then. Oh, 100%. yeah. Yeah. I don't think humanity is going to live long enough to create something like yeah, this. Yeah. I mean, the, the, um, the, we're, we're running out of water. <laughs> we're almost out of water for fuck's and sake. And space and air. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Um, we just hit 8 billion people. Like, 10 billion yeah. people like that. <laughs> Maybe we'll create the super AI to finally fix all those problems at the very end, and then we won't. Then we'll all die, and the AI will still be around. Oh, I don't yeah, know. Maybe it'll pull a. It'll pull a. Uh, the Matrix. It's just waiting. Yeah. It's, it's, then it just uses us as batteries. Yeah. And um, but beyond that, you also have to bank on the idea that some sort of super AI would bother to decide that it's worth its time. And that it's a morally just thing to do to bring you back and decide to start torturing you. Uh, that gets into a whole debate about whether 
um, your perception of like our perception as human beings, um, AI, like what we imagine an AI's reasoning to be would be, because an AI that's capable of doing these things would be infinitely smarter than us. So it's almost impossible for us to actually decide what would be reasonable for an AI to do because its line of reasoning is going to be way more complex and way more sophisticated than ours. So we're probably thinking about this in stupid human idea logic, I, and yeah. it wouldn't even think that way. No, I unga so bunga. say it would do this? <laughs> yeah, Computer exactly. go zero one zero zero one. I unga bunga. And I use exactly. stick to solve problem. Exactly. Um, and then you also have to be a, to bank on the idea that an AI would be able to create a perfect clone of you and that it would either be able to torture you in some way that it would cause distress on you and not just cause stress on some sort of like completely disjointed being. Uh, which also gets into another debate about if you were able to actually reconstruct a person, like molecule yeah. by molecule, would it actually be them? Yeah. Or would it just be a clone of them? Yeah. If you if 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 I make a Doug, and it has all of Doug's memories, all of his emotions, all of his facial hair, every single thing that that Doug is is current Doug. Is that Doug or is that just another person now? Who's to say? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it seems like a lot of people on the Less Wrong forums actually bought in or buy into this idea that if you were able to create a perfect copy of someone, that it would really be you because it would be like the new you would be indistinguishable from the old you, even though there's two yous now. And that reasoning and logic doesn't sit with me. Like, I don't personally care what happens (laughs) to some perfect reconstruction of me in the future and so if this basilisk is torturing that thing that's that's no skin off my current bones so fuck it um so really with all of those things considered the worst thing the ai can do to you is like i was saying earlier retroactively make you worry about it right now uh in other words basically you're giving power to the ai right now by deciding to worry about it and deciding to care whether it tortures some future version of you. Um, And really, if you... So so there's another line of reasoning that people brought up, which was that, which goes back to the a-causal blackmail thing, which is an AI that is this sophisticated is never going to do something that is completely inefficient. It's only going to do things that it knows is going to result in the um, like the final outcome that it wants. So if you decide right now that you don't care if it tortures future you or future clone you or whatever, it's not going to bother yeah. because it's going to know your thoughts and it's going to know you don't care. Yeah, it's it's so, not going to be able to come up with that perfect ideal hell for you because yeah. you don't give a shit. So just stop thinking about it. Stop worrying about it and don't give a fuck and you win. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I don't know if you if we really need to bring this up or not but this is it, this kind of correlates to that a little bit but the the newcomes paradox um yeah. how do i how do i tldr this one <laughs> uh basically because the supercomputer is going to give you basically two choices uh and it's going to no matter like let's say you help it uh if it you know creates a perfect you in all of these parallel worlds right uh in some of those worlds, you're going to be doing this. Some of them, you're going to be doing that. Uh, it's going to basically pick the best outcome for the current place and time that you are at. So basically, if you pick to help it, it could still come to the conclusion that you didn't help it. So no matter what, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah, it's a catch-22. So, yeah. This bastard is a one... real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is actually an asshole. And there's one last thing I wanted to bring up. Which, because I thought it was funny, which was like towards the end of the wiki, if you go look at the wiki for this, um, there's a reference to a post which is called Reason. It's a post on Less Wrong, which is called Reason as a Mimetic Immune Disorder. And um, 
there's a, it's really he- heavy on the less wrong jargon and stuff and it's kind of hard to decipher <laughs> right. but i i think what the tldr of it is is it's basically saying that there's a good chance that the people on the less wrong forums are fucking crazy and they've just <laughs> like circle jerked themselves into like false reasoning and worrying about shit that normal sane people wouldn't <laughs> eat and shouldn't even worry about and so like all of the people that are just working themselves up into a tizzy about things like this on the less wrong forums are, have basically just like succumbed to groupthink um and so, yeah, that's the thing. You should always talk to people outside of your immediate um, circle. Yeah, so you can spread the word of the basilisk. Get a second opinion. Yeah, exactly. Get a second opinion sometimes. <laughs> yeah, get a second opinion. <laughs> it, it even says maybe you should talk to a therapist. <laughs> so you think the basilisk is real, huh? Here's the number to my shrink. Yeah, Very helpful. Basically. We're going to check you for a tumor now. <laughs> Because you're fucking. That's crazy. all I've got on the map. Well, that's pretty much it on the basilisk. I mean, it it comes up in like pop culture references, like here and there, but it's not like. Did you do that, by the way? What just happened? We're gonna pause this just ever so slightly. I saw something. Did you not do that? What happened? That like wrapper for that bottle. It literally just popped up. Did you not do that? No, I thought you were tugging a cord. No, dude, I saw it out of my periphery. I was like, it what just the straight fuck up just happened? hopped, like hopped up in the air. You weren't tugging uh, on a cord. I, I mean, no, there's no, seriously, I'm not. I my cord is over here. Is there a so cord like, that I tugged that maybe did that? Because that's fucking freaky. I haven't even yeah, done it's anything. The skin joggers. The skin joggers. I like. I thought yeah. I saw something, and then I like yeah. gave you that look. Like I was like, yeah, that that what? that little wrapper thing, just like like whoop, this. Yeah, that it like literally just like popped into the air. From where? It was it was there. Like it was sitting there this entire like, time and it's like popcorned up. Huh. Huh. That was strange. <laughs> A little uncomfortable now, but that's fine. It's okay, spirit. We mean you no harm. And you us, I guess. Hopefully. You can stay here if you're a good spirit, but if you're not, you can still stay here because you're you're a ghost. I can't tell you what to do. It's probably the ghost in my closet following me around. No, it's because I have the ring. You brought half of it here. Hey, we tried the fucking dousing rods and nothing happened. That's true. I got my eye on you. I got my eye on you. Anyway, ready to go back into it? We just keep all that in at this point. Yeah, no, just... Fuck it, let's keep all that in. <laughs> all right, so ladies pop and gentlemen, culture. yeah, sorry, ghost, uh, ghost in the house. Uh, it's I, I wouldn't even say it's really in pop culture as much as like the theory of Roku's Basilisk is um, like the idea of it, of this like God AI is all over the place. I mean, for fuck's sake, there's a, a fucking novel called the God AI um, that has similar um, uh, ideas as this. Um, there's uh, the a comic called Magnus Robot Fighter, um, uh, which is based directly off of Roku's Basilisk. Fucking Grimes has a song where she references uh, Boko's, uh, Roko's Basilisk. There's a, uh, a Doctor Who episode where, um, there's this book that makes people want to, you know, torture themselves and shit. It's, it's a reference to Roko's Basilisk. That's, uh, Ooh. Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> um, no, nah, that's the intro. To Doctor <laughs> Who. <laughs> uh, Silicon Valley has a reference to it. So it's got, it's like all over the place. There's just subtle references. Um, the mo- there, there's a book from the 80s called, uh, Blit. Um, which is kind of just like a direct, um, like where they got the name from. Cause in Blit, um, there's something that they refer to as the Basilisk where it's a, um, assortment of images that cause people to want to kill themselves. Well, I think it's if you, if they, I think when the people saw the images, they died. Yeah. 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 Either way. Yeah. But that's where the reference to this being called the Basilisk came from as well. So it's it's all over the fucking place. Um in in pop culture is just not exactly called Roko's Basilisk. It's just the idea of what it is. Yeah, the idea's definitely been floating around. I'm pretty sure I saw like a random mm-hmm. Facebook post that was calling it com- something completely different. Um and it was just There's two the wolves same inside idea. of you. Whichever one you feed is the Basilisk. It's two wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think the main reason I wanted to cover this one is because, like, the existential, like, dread of it that some people get from this of just, if you don't do anything about it, you're going to be tortured to absolute fuck. Um, 
but again, I think that just leads to a, I also think this just leads to a more big discussion of like, you know, what constitutes a person, what constitutes you, like, how can this thing torture you in the future? You know what I mean? Like, but by like recreating you from the future, but just recreating you. Like if like to put it in perspective, like if it's if it's this AI that's creating a simulation of me, like building me up from Adam to Adam in a simulation to torture me, how is that me and not just a virtual me? You know, like that yeah. that's the big thing. And that's a unless it's like one stream of consciousness. I just don't think yeah. it matters. Yeah, that's true. And and it's like I, that could go to the other uh topic of like if I were to switch bodies with someone, like switch my brain over to another body, am I, is that other body now me or am, or is the person that's in my body now me, you know? It, Wasn't it, there like some doctors that actually tried like a head transplant? I don't know about that, but there is people. I thought that was a thing in the Soviet Union where the Soviet Union was trying to convince, uh, like during the Cold War where the Soviet Union was trying to convince Amer- Americans that they were able to do that. But I think they, it turned out. It, they now we have two dead people. Really, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it went well. That sounds about right. There is um, Russia. There are people. There, there are scientists right now who are like taking memories and are actually able to put them into a computer, into like a cloud. Um, this discussion has the fly written all over it. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> but that is a thing that's going on right now. Like they are making basically a cyber brain. Like I can't remember who it is, but some man is like having scientists like reconstruct his brain in um cyberspace and like they they were like able to connect something to like his uh synapses and it's like recreating like the the flow of like electricity that goes through his synapses so it's recreating that in cyberspace thus recreating his memories that he's actively having at that moment so uh-huh. It kind of is recreating him in in cyberspace, but then again, that brings us back to if you are being recreated, is that really you? It's the ship of theosis. Jason Death in the Discord brought it up. We talked about it before. We did. Uh, we even started recording. Like, is if you are being built back up, you know, bit by bit, is that still you? And for those of you that don't know right. what the ship of theosis is, it's a story from way back in the day. Basically, it's a, a man has a boat. Boat springs a leak. He replaces that plank of wood where the leak is. A little bit later, there's another leak. He replaces that plank, that plank, and he just has to keep replacing pieces of this boat that keep needing repairs or are damaged over the course of like many years. Um, to where, at the end, he has this ship. He calls it his ship still, but none of that ship has the original parts of it. If none of the original parts are there, is it still the ship of Theosis, or is it a whole different ship entirely? I think it's the same ship. But. I'm going to say the same thing I did earlier, and I'm not a philosopher by any means, but let me let me answer your question with another question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here we go. Yep. Are you ready? 100%. Mm-hmm. Who fucking cares? <laughs> like, actually, who's spending this much fucking time thinking about if the boat's the same boat? It's f- it got him to point A to B, did it not? It's a ship. I don't know. I think about this a lot. I th- think about like if you AI yourself. I think it matters. Yeah. Because like you think about moving into cyberspace and like m- like metaversing yourself. Like, what if we could get to a point where we could live forever in cyberspace and like you could replace part of your brain, like you, neuron by neuron, with an artificial neuron? There is. Would you, you? Would you do it? Yeah, I'd totally do it. Because like my fleshy body is gonna die eventually. <laughs> So if they could replace one neuron at a time with an artificial neuron and slowly meld me into uh, like some sort of AI, or not AI, but, but like some sort of is that robotic version. Is that still you, though? Me. Because what you are saying before, you think it's a stream of consciousness? You, you said before that... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you do it one neuron by ne- one neuron, like, like if you just shut me down and then turn on some like robotic clone of me that has all my memories and shit, that's not me. But if you can, if you could like perfectly recreate neurons with some sort of like metal or silicon thing, and you could replace a, like each neuron in my brain there's, one at a time. Well, there's a game me, called Soma. The, well, let me let me ask this real quick. Uh, if it had like so, if this perfect replication 
uh, like if like you were saying, like if you're turned off and turned back on, and now this thing has your memories, thoughts, feelings, and stuff like that. Why wouldn't that still be you? Because it, it because it's it, like it, there's some continuity that matters. I looked it up, right? And there the there's a game called Soma that I watched a playthrough yeah. of that kind of goes through that where they just upload themselves to a cloud at the end, and it kind of goes through yeah. this exact same conversation. Wow, of, spoilers, Mike. Oh gosh, damn sorry. it! <laughs> um, but like, so but well, before you're saying like, if they recreated like a clone of you from molecule for molecule and had all of your memories, synapses, and everything, you said that wouldn't be you. But now you're saying if we did yeah. it, s- did it now? If you do it one at a time, so that there's never two me's, and it's like, so like, just you say shutting- you say you make a fake neuron that can connect to real neurons. Oh, you're and saying you take a neuron out of my brain and replace it. I see what with you're a, saying with a fake one. You don't want to, and then you do that one at a time until I gradually become this thing. So you if don't, you-, you don't want like a host body built and then you be placed into it, you want to be replaced like the ship. One by one. Exactly. That's, to me, the only way you could do it and have it still be you. It's kind of like uh, cyberpunk, sort of. Like, if you were if you were a human and just got many cyber, you know, enhancements to the end where right. you're a cyborg, exactly. that's still you. They, they, they did this? Yeah, eventually, yes. Oh, God. What was it? Was it in the book of Boba Fett where they were talking about, like, getting, like, the... the they were... Go- like, there's these, like, places in... I- think it was fucking in the star wars universe basically they were going and getting like enhancements like, i didn't done. watch book of boba fett that that show sucked i watched the first yeah, episode, i mean it wasn't like, great was uh but i think they were doing that in that show but basically they were going to like a black market like yeah i need to replace like my arm and they're just like all right here's a mechanical arm here you go like it was just like really like nonchalant just <laughs> like oh yeah okay yeah. <laughs> so so moot if you had if Something like my instance was what was happening where you had this clone that was being built up little by little over the course of forever. It wasn't okay. taking from you exactly, but it was making exact copies of you of, of your shit like to a fucking okay. T exact copy. And okay. then right when it finished, you just shut down and that one started up. Would that be you yeah. now? Because the other one's no, no longer alive. No. No. Okay. No, because no part of me was ever part of it, and no part of it was ever part of me. So it needs an essence of you. What if it took a single hair from your head and put it on its head? (laughs) (laughs) Like, now I'm moot! No, because because as soon as you pull the hair out of my head, it ceases to be part of me. Mm. So what if they replaced every part of you at the same time, piece by piece, like basically Legoed you together from a kit... Yeah, so is Frankenstein. What, that's what I'm saying. Is that not what I'm saying? No, but it's like the way I'm thinking of it. Sorry, I guess let me let me go further deeper, like into what I was kind of getting at here. Is that like, so you don't want to be put into a host body, but okay, if they already have the whole body built out, they just have to pretty much connect it. If they're gonna move my brain, so you you want to keep fine. you want to keep the brain intact at all times. Is what you're saying. No, they can replace my brain piece by piece with some sort of like artificial neuron, is, and like eventually um, my whole brain will just be artificial, and that's fine, and it's still me. But if they're gonna build a host body, then my my brain has to go into. I don't understand how an artificial brain is still you, but the thing that I was explaining, where it is an artificial you, isn't you? Because if you do it piece by piece. At some point in the middle, I'm half artificial and half real. And then at some point, whatever, like, there was, there ceases to be anything that is more me in the middle of that process than what is currently made out of metal and man. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, does so that I'm, make any sense? I, I, I think I understand where you're going. I don't. But I'm going to take my this, brain just I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to 180 us. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what upgrades would you give yourself? I in legit, your new body? I, I think I heard my brain crack. <laughs> glow in the like, dark dawn. Hell yes. Um, all right, guys. I think uh, I think I did just feel my brain crack in half. I'm I, not gonna lie. I'm to not you. gonna lie. Like my like the more and more I think about this, and the more Matt keeps talking to me, <laughs> I think my brain is starting so. To if melt. Matt is Legoed into a new person, <laughs> he is that new person. But if a new person's built from the ground up with your memories then it's not you yeah well think about it this way if that thing is being built like 
it is never it's not me until some moment that they decide that it's me or whatever but like so you'd rather have your you, hardware upgraded than be cloud transferred into a host is the way i'm trying to to put it into layman's terms yeah cool Makes sense. It's the ship problem. Uh, it's <laughs> it's the ship. It's the ship. Moot's the boat. <laughs> Is Moot boat? Team Moot Willie. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, yeah, I think that's good uh, enough spot to end this. I'm gonna go ahead and just say patreoncom slash pod or you can go to diludipod.com or diludipod.com or linktree.com slash diludipod. If you go to patreon.com slash diludipod, you get a bunch of cool stuff from us, dude. You could chip in something. Dude. Dude. <laughs> you could chip in something, man. If you or don't donate nothing, to our man. Patreon, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You're not funding yeah. the Basilisk. Yeah, which means you're herded. Um, also. You're funding whatever this becomes. Yeah, <laughs> you dummies. Um, yeah. The new world Review order. us on Spotify. Um, once we hit 400, I already made the commitment on Twitter, and I just told the boys on a whim that I'm going to have them dress in full Victorian garb, and I'm going to take pictures of them. So uh, 400, let's get, let's go, let's get there. Um, follow us on our YouTube, youtube.com slash at DeludiPod. Um, we got a handle. Um, and then uh, go uh, like and follow our shit on there because, yeah, that's that's where it's at. Um that's all I have. Other than that, I love you. I can't. I'm sorry. I have to. I have to say this. Roscoe's donkey is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> what the hell's a Roscoe's donkey? I don't know, but it's really close to Ro- Roco's basilisk, and I, I I just thought that was good. Roscoe's Roscoe's donkey, donkey sounds like like a like a southern restaurant that serves you like the best fucking barbecue you've ever Mystery had. Mystery meat. It's what do you donkey. have to say to the people, the beautiful people? It's donkey. Uh, <laughs> it's donkey. In parentheses. I'm gonna, it's on all the menus. <laughs> it's, uh, I'd like the house specialty meat. Um, it's it's the ass. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so for the people listening, um, in the billions of parallel universes that you might or might not be in, uh, at least 55% of those should involve your peen and your and or being being slapped around at some point so um you should you should focus more on thinking about what those other yous are doing with them than this topic for sure if you replace your penis one molecule (laughs) (laughs) is it still you the penis thesis (laughs) penis thesis If you t- if you damage a ball and then replace it and then you get another ball and then you replace that one, is it still your balls? If we were to switch one ball, what, <laughs> what do you got for us? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Be good to yourself. Be good to other people. If you want to hear more the- heavily theoretical bullshit like this, go listen Unplanned to Unplanned Podnancy. Unplanned Podnancy. <laughs> my good friend Chris talk about weird shit like this all the time. All the fucking time. It's pretty fun, and um, sometimes they'll be like, what's that one uh, weird English word? And I'm like, it's aluminium, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. no, nah, it's like this dingly butt. And I'm like, no, it's aluminium. Dinguses? Gosh! Aluminum? Aluminium. Or microwave. Rubbish bin. The rubbish bin. Throw it in the trash! Goodbye, everybody. Have a day. <laughs> Goodbye. How do I unrecord? Do I, what button do I hit? You press the button. Do I hold it down? One time. It? Hold it down or just push it? Press it. So I wanted to talk about a paranormal experience that I had, and you could try to summarize it. I, you know what? No, it wasn't me who experienced it. It was someone else. Um, so my mom's friend, uh, so her, to give a little context, her husband had sadly taken his life a few years prior to what I'm about to tell you. Um, I think she has maybe three kids now, and, you know, um, she's doing pretty well um, mental health-wise, and you know. So anyway, um, I was shown a video by my mother, and it was from the footage that her friend had captured on one of her uh, downstairs cameras. 
And in the video, what you could see was, um, at first there was nothing. It was kind of like a normal basement and all. But then you could see an orb moving around the screen. And it was like a glowing white orb. It was really strange. Um, then, you know, another one started shooting out. And there were maybe, I would say, if I had to estimate five, five orbs, at least that I saw. But um, there was one moment where an orb literally just, like, appeared out of a like a deer head mounted on the wall and the weird part is that was a prized possession of um you know this widow's husband it was one of his favorite things he was really proud of it i'm pretty sure he you know he hunted it himself and everything so i'm thinking maybe maybe there was some ghost shit going on. What do you think? Maybe? Yeah? True? Real? I think so. Don't look under the internet. <laughs>